What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we are digging into health and wellness and self-image and everything like that today. We have an incredible guest with us. Her name is Katie Bramlett. She is the founder. She started We Shape with the intention of advocating for women to stop focusing on the number of this on the scale and instead put their energy and efforts towards a more meaningful intention, such as movement, rest, and a deeper connection with self. Amen, sister. Her entire company and product is rooted in intention, movement, community, and beliefs. Katie has a passion for bringing awareness to the toxic expectations placed on women in the fitness industry, as well as the often overshadowed yet pivotal roles women play in business and entrepreneurship. This is like everything that I love, and I am so excited to dig into this with her. So let's turn it over to the show. Okay, Katie, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to dive into this discussion with you. I can tell it's going to be good today. It's going to be so good. I I was already in the intro. I was like, these are all of the things I love. Like all of these topics are my favorite. So before we dig into the meat, tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are, how you created this company, all of that. Yeah. So uh, my name is Katie. I'm the co-founder of WeShape. Uh, my partner and I used to run a different fitness company that was really centered on six-pack abs and how to tone your body and how to have a special diet so you could lose weight. And you know, we we did very well with that business. We actually scaled that business, made the Inc. 500 three times. We were very successful. And I like to tell people, you know, my Instagram life looked great, but there was just still something on the inside that felt like deeply unfulfilling to me. And I just kind of cracked the door to curiosity and said, why is that? And uh, the rest is kind of history. So we no longer have that business. Uh, We have personally invested uh, in building this product that is rooted in movement and not like a fad diet. So yeah. we we have a customized real-time technology-driven product where people can work out at home and focus on movement and like interact with the screen so that they can adjust exactly what they need. So we don't focus on like m- maximum calorie burn or or you know work out till you throw up or we're focusing on like that that mind body connection and we're really looking at like if someone were to deliver a fitness product that was really rooted in what was best for the human body not was not what somebody thought they wanted to achieve mm-hmm. a goal like what would yeah. that be and it would be a fitness product that was infinitely customizable that was rooted in flexibility coordination balance and strength so we're we're not doing anything sexy with the product <laughs> 
we're actually giving you something that's like rooted in exercise science and biomechanics and things that your body is supposed to be doing and focusing on. And we, I like to look at it as like something that's sustainable, um, something that you could do forever. So um, it's, it's pretty cool behind the scenes because it's, we have built this whole technology to make it super customizable, but it's not a sexy thing where I'm like, buy this and get six packs. I'm like, buy this and move better in your body. <laughs> and feel better, which everybody, yeah. that's what everyone wants anyways, really. Yeah. They don't know it quite yet sometimes, but I think that really, if we shift that intention. So yeah, so we built that product and we launched it and I thought, you know, this is so much better. What a higher quality product. I'm so glad we invested in this. I'm so glad we're not doing those other things, but what else is still, it's still not feeling a hundred. And I was like, at that time I was doing my own personal kind of work in in why I was participating in some like, you know, health behaviors and, you know, eating behaviors and different things. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I'm participating in the system of diet culture, of toxic exercise culture that is ultimately held up by sexism, capitalism, racism, like all of these things are what allow this system to thrive. And I was asleep at the wheel and I like quickly got out of the passenger seat, got in the driver's seat of my own life and really was able to understand and kind of dissect like what was I a part of and was that actually good for my well-being as a human? And it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So then we kind of opened up the doors and we shaped to now we have community where we have community calls every day where people kind of call in and talk about their experiences that are not related to weight loss, but they're just related to being a human. Um, we have our podcast where we're bringing on, you know, various experts like yourself, people who are really trying to sort of debunk the myth behind some of these things that we believe are good for us when really they deeply impact our physical, emotional, social, and psychological well-being. I love it. I love this so much. Okay. <laughs> love everything that you're doing. I love that it took you being like, holy moly, wait, hold on. I'm a part of this. Like I've been asleep <laughs> yeah. at the will. I love that you said that because yeah. I think that's, I think until we like have that kind of awakening, like, whoa, what, what is this? Why am I doing this to myself? What have I, but it's like, it really is. You just kind of like catch it. It's like, it's just around us all the time. And it's what we see. It's what we hear. It's what oh, we it's know. Normalized. Yes, it's praised. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So let's kind of unpack this toxicity around weight loss and the diet culture. So like, if you're going to, if like, what does that even mean for someone who's like, wait, this is kind of new. Like, what is she talking about? What am I being put up against and what do I need to know? Yeah. Well, I like to think about it as kind of two different systems. I think there's a lot of talk around it's, it's kind of more trendy now to be talking about toxic diet culture and mm -hmm. undieting and breaking up a diets, but there's also a toxic exercise culture too. Totally. And so, um, I like to kind of break it up into two segments when we're looking at our relationship with food and how, um, we have normalized dieting. We have actually labeled it as wellness, which then creates an extra layer of complication <laughs> So I, I, I tell anyone who's like new to any of this stuff, I use this term a lot, like just crack the door to curiosity. And that intention alone is going to give you the, the, the stuff that you need. It's going to point you in the right direction. So just having an intention of, of understanding it more will often be enough of a driver to kind of like, yeah. well, I'm going to read this article or I'm going to listen to this podcast or I'm going to, and essentially what we're trying to do is 
allow people to see that some of the things that we have normalized and praised as it pertains to food and diets do not benefit us. We think that they do, but when we really dig deeper, we realize the true harm that they're causing. And yeah. it's same with exercise. It is same with exercise. Like we have done this thing where we're like, get the hardest workout, you know, push through the pain, no pain, no gain. And the reality is that is not what the human body is asking for. And you are basically waiting to get hurt. And you're also pushing yourself in, in a way that could have psychological harm where like, if you don't, if you don't feel like you can do the thing and then you're beating yourself up and then the shame and the guilt of not being able to do the thing, then don't actually drive you to actually do anything. And then it's like this whole other cycle, right? Yeah, so yeah. just our overall relationship to how we relate to exercise and our overall relationship to how we relate to food in our, in our modern day society um, has some harmful effects. And so we're just, what we're doing is we're saying, let's acknowledge that that might be true. You know, I, I don't know everything, maybe I'm wrong, but let's acknowledge that that might be true. And then let's say, why could that be true? And when you do that, your eyes start opening up to things like I've never noticed before. Like, oh, I, I didn't notice that that person was trying to sell me six pack abs. And like, will I get that? And if I get that, what will that even mean? Will I like myself more? Will the compliment make me feel more worthy? Like what, what is the real root behind it? And I feel like when we ask ourselves why, about three, four, five times, mm -hmm. we get to something like, oh, well, when I was a kid, <laughs> this thing happened. And I thought that if I did this, I'd feel better. I'd feel worthy. And it all, I really, I'm just going to go here right away. It all really does come back to, does somebody love me? Am I worth it? Do I have value? Like that's what it comes down to. And we think that if we do the diet or we participate in the exercise program, or we do this thing, or we do that thing, once I do that, then I will know I am. And I like to share this story um, of, I, I had been seeing this therapist for a long time and I had this, this, this intuition that it was time to switch therapists, which that, that, that evolution does come. I had seen her for seven years. So I was like, I wanna see someone else. And I picked this woman who made me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> My previous therapist was like super analytical and like super you know data-driven, which was great. And that really served me. But then I was like, I wanna go a little deeper. And so I picked this woman who made me feel super uncomfortable. And she focused a lot on inner childhood healing and, and sort of the root causes of our emotional you know pain. And I'll never forget one day, she looked at me and she said, I just want to make sure you know this. I, you think I, you might, but I don't know if you do based on my couple sessions with you. Um, do you know that you are worthy without doing anything? Like you're just pure existence as a human being, nothing that you do, not the kind of mother that you are, not the kind of business owner that you are, not what the scale says. Like you don't have to do anything to feel worthy. Yeah. And I was like, come again. <laughs> and so I share that story because ultimately, this is a very long way to answer your question, but ultimately we have go down these paths where we're going to do the diet. We're going to weigh ourselves. We're going to participate in this exercise routine because we just think if we just have a certain body type that we will feel worthy. And the truth is underneath all of that, if you don't feel worthy, if you can't learn to feel worthy in the body that you have today, you will not feel worthy if you actually achieve those goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, I love this because that is the root of everything. That is the root. I think when I, when I say like, yeah, that's what we want. Anyways, we want to feel good at the root. We want to feel loved. We want to feel worthy. We want to feel whole. We want to feel so many of these things, 
but that's wrapped up in packaging of like, oh, this is, this is what's going to take to feel that you need to look a certain way. You need to be a certain size. You need to weigh a certain amount, whatever. And that is so disconnected, like so disconnected. So I love that this is just becoming a thing that people are talking about. Like I worked with a client who lost 70 pounds and was like, I still felt shame. I still felt unhappy. I still felt, and I thought that when I lost the weight, I was going to feel like happy, confident, sexy. And she didn't until she started digging into the mental wellness, the mindset work, the personal growth, the rewiring your brain around what you actually need and what serves you and all of those things. That is the core. Like that is the core. And what's interesting is when you shift things from the internal, the external will shift with it, but it's for a different reason. You're not working out as punishment for eating that you're working out because you know that your body deserves to feel its best and movement helps you feel better. Those endorphins help you feel better. You're eating because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself and you want it to change. So it's like you continue to do the things, but you do them in such a positive way with a whole different intent behind it. And that changes everything. I mean, it's so funny that you're bringing up intention. So at We Shape, we, we have this thing that we call the We Shape way. And essentially we, people come in because they, they think they should work out. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you a workout. Great. I have a great product for that. But as they, as they start doing the workouts, they discover our community and through our community, they really start saying, oh, these, these people aren't talking about weight loss. They're talking about other things. And huh, they seem to be a little bit more satisfied and they seem to be a little more content. And then they start listening to our podcast and uh, maybe, you know, reading a couple of the, the, the books that we suggest around, you know, breaking up with this toxic diet culture or learning how to have self-worth. So we have like, you know, they come in with, I should work out we give them the workout, they connect with our community, they start evaluating their beliefs. And the last pillar of the We Shape Way is intention. Mm -hmm. And the hope is that they would start with, I should work out to a new intention at the end, which is I learn to love and care for my body and I'm worthy as I am. And, And going into anything with that intention will produce an absolutely different results. Absolutely. Like, and so my hope is that when people, when people, come to us and they say they want all these things with weight loss. I say, okay, you can, you can have that, but just trust the process that eventually they do come with. All right, friends, in case you haven't heard our family's farm to table, verified natural beef can be on your doorstep by Tuesday. Folsom farm beef is officially shipping out our pasture raised beef nationwide. Every single Monday, we're talking high-end quality restaurant style beef sent right to your doorstep. If you value locally sourced farm to table foods, then this is especially for you. Our beef is not only raised from start to finish on our own family farm, but our cows also get tippy top cow treatment with the expertise and knowledge that JD brings to the table as a cattle veterinarian. Getting our family's beef on your family's table is a product of JD and I's two worlds colliding in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited about the opportunity to serve your family for years to come. If you aren't following along on Instagram, you can follow the farm at Folsom Farm Beef, and you can learn more about the farm and see what goes into raising cows and hear what our customers are saying about their experience 
just people falling in love with homegrown beef all over the nation. And I am so happy to get this out to more families. But what really lights us up about this is getting to build another family business that our kids and siblings can be a part of growing for generations to come. When you become a part of the Folsom Farm family, you aren't just supporting a local farmer. You're a part of a big family dream of ours that's coming to life. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. So if you're a beef lover, you haven't truly experienced the best of steak, roast, brisket, or ground beef until you've tasted it straight from our farm. Get your order in by Sunday and have your box on your doorstep by Tuesday. We have a variety of options to fit your family's needs with boxes ranging from 10 pound samplers to 50 pound freezer stock ups. And if you want to save the most and never have to worry about getting on the wait list, make sure you're part of our VIP crew for monthly savings and first priority shipping. Head to FolsomFarmBeef.com and get on our email list to receive a $20 off promo code for your first box. We cannot wait to get our beef on your doorstep. All right, back to the show. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know I was worthy. And I even had, we recently had this woman who shared with us, she's like, you know, I'm 70 years old. Every time I looked in the mirror, I heard other people's voices in my mind telling me why I needed to change something about my body. And after being with you for only a month, I've learned I have everything I need. And I now listen to the own voice in my own mind and it shifted my life dramatically. And to speak back to what you're saying around when you come from that intention, you kind of do want to move. You kind of do want to feel good in your body. I hate the word motivation. (laughs) I'm like, you are not going to motivate your way through this. That is a form of extrinsic motivation if you're doing it for those other reasons. True, internal, authentic intention and inspiration come from that deep sense of connection with self. I often joke that I was, I've been in the fitness industry for 20 years. The first 17 years, I hated exercise. I would force myself to do it. It was used as a form of punishment because I ate the piece of cake the night before. It was used as a way to have a number on a scale or reach a certain body type. Now, I want to move. And I don't have any of that bullshit that's attached with it anymore. It's like, of course, I want to go on a hike with my friend. Of course, I'll do a shaped workout. Of course, it's like, of course, like that's what I want to do. It's not even, no one has to motivate me to do those things anymore. And it it feels backwards, but no, but it it works. Yeah, Yeah, it really does. It really does. I love this. So where is that? This is something that I want to kind of unpack a little bit and just get your insight. Where is that line between? There, I feel like the pendulum swings. So we've gone the extreme. You need a six pack to be this. You need a, this to be that you need to eat this way, look away, blah, blah, blah. And then the pendulum has kind of swung to like, accept yourself as you are, like you're worthy as you are now, which you are body positivity, love yourself at any size, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, where's the sweet spot? Because at this extreme Yes, love yourself at every size, but that doesn't mean you're healthy. And it doesn't mean that you have to stay there just because you love yourself where you're currently at. Like where, how does someone navigate all of this noise and be like, okay, well, where, where is that sweet spot? How do I love myself and not love myself or, but love myself and desire to be healthy, desire to be my most confident self, desire to feel my best. Like Where is that? Well, there's a common thread between those two pendulum swings. And that is 
listening to the external voice. Yeah. So yeah. both of those scenarios are listening to something outside of yourself. And so when people come to me and ask me that question, I'm like, well, first of all, it's not my job to say what size body your body should be. Yeah. You only know what size your body should be. There are lots of people who are very healthy and very larger bodies, right? There are lots of people who maybe aren't, I, I don't know. It's not my job to say that. What my job is, is to direct you back to that internal voice and for you to recognize that that pendulum swing on the other side might feel better, but you're, if you're still not connecting to yourself, that's still only going to be a temporary feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's that idea of like that middle is really that connection with you. Like maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's that connection with yourself and practicing. I always think about this, my, my visual for this is two dials, right? Like when we're born, our internal voice, our internal dial is turned up to 10. The external dial is turned down to one, right? That's why babies are like, I'm hungry, I'm gonna cry. I <laughs> I I need this, I'm gonna laugh. Like it's like they just are acting out of their intuition of what their 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 needs are emotionally and physically. Yeah. As we grow and get older, the dials switch. You should do this, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. This is good, this is bad, this is the rule, this is how you're a good person, this means makes you a bad person, this is how you feel worthy, this is like the dial switch. And I think what's important to recognize is that if the outside dial's a 10 and your inside dial's a one, it's time to start learning how to turn that inside dial up and how to start learning how to turn that outside dial down. And when we practice that, I think all of these things just naturally fall into place. I don't think there's anything that needs to be done. I love that so much. And that's such a perfect visual. Just like, that makes sense. It makes so much sense. Cause we're always, we always know, we always know, but I think we get so just, we practice quieting our own talk, quieting our own voice, quieting our own gut intentions. And we, we turn up the out external noise. We turn up the, what we should be doing, what people are forcing on us, what we feel like we have to live up to, like all of those things. And when you can really, like you said, just get in tune with you again, get in touch again, you'll know the path, you'll know the way you'll know the next step. And it's such a beautiful thing. I mean, so just even pausing and saying, is this my external dial turned up to 10 right now? Is that why I'm doing that? Or is this really me? Yeah. I think just that little pause and just that little question. And guess what? You don't know those answers overnight. My internal dial was a zero for a long time. And my external dial was an 11. <laughs> and it's taken me a lot of practice and just trust and, and showing up to keep checking in to see, and guess what? It's like a muscle over time. You will build that muscle. You will learn what's you and what's not you. And that's how I feel like when people navigate from that space, all of these other details about how it should be, they fall into place because the only shoulds are shoulds for you anyway, right? Like you'll know what's right for you. And, yeah. and sometimes it's hard because other people will have an opinion about that. And that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how would you, if someone's struggling with everyone else's opinion, they're like, but how do you just let it go? Like, how do you do that? How do you not hold so much weight on everyone else's voice? Like, how do you finally let that go? I mean, if you, if you find the answer, if you could email me after <laughs> this, that would be great. Um, right? Cause I no way have mastered that. Um, I think just a continued dedication to self. And yeah. here's the thing. When you connect with yourself in that way, and then you experience the results of what that feels like, 
That's a real form of authentic power. That's true power. And that is invigorating and that is inspiring. And that will make you want to do that again. Yeah. And so it, it's just sort of like sitting, oh, that's what that feels like. Okay. You know, I think so much of that external dial being turned to 10 is correlated to us always being in our minds and always believing all the thoughts we hear. And mm -hmm. I think one of the ways that we can start doing that is start saying, what is my body telling me? Not what my thoughts are telling me. Your body is a whole vessel of infinite information that it can tell you and yeah. it can communicate with you. But we have been trained to not tune into that again. We've been praised for it. No pain, no gain. Your shoulder's hurting during that workout. You better put, give me 10 more reps. It's like, no, my shoulder's hurting. <laughs> That's actually a piece of information right. that my body's giving me, but we have, we don't hold value to that. So I yeah. think one way is, is that we can start saying, what does my body feel like? Not my mind think, but what does my body feel like when I think about that? I when someone it. says that to me. Yeah. And your body will tell you things. Oh, my chest just got tight. Oh, I kind of got a pit in my stomach. Those are messages from your body. <laughs> and, and you can learn yeah. to believe those messages. And I think just practicing that and, and trusting that over time, again, it just sort of unfolds. I love it. I love it. So what are, you mentioned that through within your community and all those things, you have like favorite books that you recommend? What are some of those favorite books? So for any of our listeners, we've got our listener base. They're like all about the growth. They're all about the podcasts and the books and the learning it. and growing. So what are some of those favorites that you recommend for someone who is on this path to like really digging into all of this? Um, I have a couple. Yeah. So one of my favorite books of all time, it took me a long time to read it. And it's one of those books. I'm probably going to just go back and read many times throughout my life, but seat of the soul by Gary Zukav. Have you heard of that one? I haven't. It's a phenomenal book. It's, it's, it, it's dense sometimes. Like I'm like, wait, I got to read that page again. But if you can mm -hmm. just be patient with it and just like, don't criticize yourself for taking a long time to read it. Um, and maybe some, maybe that was just me. Maybe other people are like, I'm going to fly through that book in a day, but I really had to wrap my mind around some of the things that he was saying. It's deep stuff. But what I love about that book is he really speaks to what true authentic power is. Mm. And, um, it's a different kind of power than we're used to in our culture. So he speaks to that true authentic power and he speaks a lot to the, the power of intention. So that's one of my favorites. That's like literally why I developed the, the pillar of intention in we shape. Um, another book, I don't know if you know, Dr. Shafali, she, um, has a book called radical awakening. I've, I've heard of that, but I've never read it. If you identify as female, <laughs> I highly recommend that one. That one was just my mind at every turn was like, pew, pew. um, and then I love, uh, all of Byron Katie's books, uh, you know, she really examines sort of this attachment to belief systems and how that attachment to beliefs are always sort of linked to suffering in some mm -hmm. way, shape or form. So um, I love her perspective. I think she just gives real practical tools and application for how you can evaluate some of your beliefs that maybe don't serve you and that are keeping you stuck in attachment to, to, to you know, suffering of any kind. I love it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing those. I'm like, okay, sweet. Adding to my list. To get to my <laughs> I love it. 
Well, as we kind of wrap up, what, is there anything else that you're like, I just wish more women understood this or knew this or heard this. Is there anything else you want to end on? Um, If we're speaking to women specifically, I would say women in our culture have been made to believe that their intuition and their inner knowing is not valuable. And I believe that that is because it's infinitely valuable and infinitely powerful. And um, I think if we can all know that and trust that and continue to access that, we would live in a very different world. I love that. Amen. That is powerful. And yes, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I do feel like, I do feel like there's like a wave of change. Like women, women are like stepping into their power and it's such, it will change the world. It will change the world as we can. And that power does not fit the mold of what current power looks like. So that's the big thing. It's not like, oh, we've learned how to adapt to this current power. Oh no, it's a different kind. Yeah. And I, I agree. I do feel the shift. So it's, it's, it's really, I feel a lot of hope right now for sure. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I love it. Well, where can our listeners connect with you? I know you mentioned you have a podcast. What is that called? Uh, it's just the we shape podcast. Perfect. And, uh, if your listeners want to check us out, they can get a two week free trial. They just go to weshape.com backslash do your crap. And they can get a two-week free trial. We're on every social platform. We have two social handles. The first one is at WeShape. That's all focused on movement-related content. And then we have at WeShape Podcast, which is more focused on all the stuff we're talking about here today. Awesome. Well, you guys go check them out. They are doing incredible things. I love it. Love everything that you guys are about. And just appreciate you taking time to be on the show and share with us today. You guys, if you feel like this is valuable, if you have clients, if you have teammates, if you have sisters, everyone really will benefit from knowing this. Even the men, they need to, they need to understand oh, what's going on. Absolutely. 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 So share this with all of your friends and let's get this message spread loud and clear. All right, Katie, thanks so much for being on and y'all, we will see you back here in another week wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.